Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, we're back again. One thing I noticed from the last one is we didn't introduce ourselves, so I don't think we can get complacent with that in case it's the first time people are listening. So I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy. And this, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Hacking Your Health podcast. Um, it feels like only a couple of days, well, it was only a couple of days ago we were last speaking. Um, but okay, so let's touch on quickly because we're both doing the same program. How you find the first couple of sessions of the, the power building program? You know, it's interesting. We were, we were talking about this a little bit. You know, it, it um, huge fan of Jeff Nippert. Like, you know, I, I watch all of his videos and, you know, a lot of great stuff on there. And, um, you know, this power building one was really new because it's it's a it's a mixture of of power lifting and bodybuilding. Right. And there's there's mechanics behind that, because when you lift really heavy for lower reps, you know, your 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 strength increases. Right. But your size of your muscles don't necessarily increase, which is where you get into a different type of muscle fiber, right? And so, you know, it's a combination of, of lifting super heavy. So we had to um, do our one rep maps and figure those out. And then I went and, and did another one so I could beat Ben. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, once you understand your one rep max, then you, you know, do like percentage based, you know, off of that. So you do like, you know, three sets of your 80%, for example. So, we were, you know, yesterday I did deadlifts. I still have to get my lift in today. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm really sore, uh, surprising, which... You know, it, it it's weird because I feel like I wasn't doing that much, you know, in the workout. But man, I'm I'm definitely feeling it. So I'm excited to to give it a whirl. You know, it's it's different because it's out of my comfort zone of what I'm used to doing normally from a workout perspective. And um, you know, like I did the hip induct uh, abductors, uh, and and I was literally crying as I was doing them and walking like a penguin uh, as I was going through after those. I never done those before, and those those definitely. Uh, uh, got me going, but um, I'm enjoying it so far. What about you? What do you think, man? Yeah, the touch on the hip abductors. This is, I mean, I feel like you need to order the hip abductor machine for your gym because it's something that it, it's my favorite machine in the gym. And now it's a small muscle group, but what that, what your abductor muscle can do in terms of like stability in big compound movements is absolutely incredible. Um, and I'll, I'll send you across a couple of examples of like, big big bodybuilders that you can whenever they're super lean obviously you can see like every muscle fiber but the ones that you can really see working on their abduct adductors and how um how defined they are and how strong they are in those movements i'll send them across but yes one of my favorite movements how am i finding it and um, things that i'm struggling with are like only going to 80 percent and sticking to exactly what it says do you know what i mean so like you said with the deadlifts it was um I think it was three sets, maybe three sets of four reps at 80%. I'm like, I know I can do more here. Like I, I, I 100% have more in the tank. Um, but obviously I understand the process and getting strong through different, you know, rep ranges and different weights. And I, I fully get it, but that's one thing I'm struggling with. Um, and the big ass rest periods, I'm like four to five minutes rest. I'm like, I could go quick nap 
update Twitter, see what's going on with you. Like there's so there's so much time. Um, and the third thing, I guess, as we were sort of speaking about just before is the, like the way that the sessions are set up. So it's not like, you know, you're just doing upper or you're just doing lower. It's one minute you're doing deadlifts and you're doing bench press. Then you're doing the adductor machine. Then you're doing pull-ups and then you're doing calves. It's like, it just seems a bit all over the place, but I'm looking forward to the next 10 weeks. I'm looking forward uh, to us being able to review the whole program. And I'm looking forward to seeing how much I actually beat you by. <laughs> dream on buddy dream on <laughs> but yeah no all in all is good it's good uh, one thing i actually struggled with yesterday is not getting all my food in and, and obviously in this sort of thing that's going to be a necessity so i just need to manage that a bit better um i've just massively ramped my calories up to sort of account for that luckily i'm in control of your calories so i'm like you know what dave we're going to go to 1200 calories um <laughs> on, your, on your on your training days <laughs> Stuff, dude. I, I'd be sneaking in uh, uh, food without telling you. There's no question about it. <laughs> no, that, that'll create trust issues. Let's not do it. Okay, right. So yeah. today, obviously, we want to talk about lifestyle. Um, so last week, we talked about the mindset and how we feel like that's sort of the the initial step to, to gaining control of everything. Great feedback, obviously, from everybody. So thanks to everybody who's listened. A um, couple more countries ticked off, off the list as well. But for me, I had a thought about this today. And lifestyle is obviously such a broad term so i just want to sort of get what your definition of lifestyle is and what that means to you what my definition is and i guess then we can sort of touch on what both of our lifestyles used to look like and how we've got them to the place that they are now yeah i think that's a great uh, i think it's a great segue so you know for me um we started off our 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 third podcast with introducing really the well the second podcast was introducing the, the, the four pillars right and then we got into what mindset was right and, you know, a lot of great feedback on social media around, hey, this is not a, a widely discussed topic because a lot of people immediately go to the diet or go to whatever this or go to that. And if your mindset isn't there, it's not going to be a long term fix. Right. And this is a long term vision, not a short term one. You, your goal shouldn't be to drop 20 pounds in a month. Your goal should be to do things consistently every single day for that long term vision of being healthy in the future. And, and that's the, the view that you have to have going into this mindset wise. Right. So once you have your mind right and, and you establish what you need to do to be successful, lifestyle to me is making the changes um, in your day-to-day activities short-term for that long-term goal. So it's, it's really providing the time for yourself. It is going out there and getting things done. Uh, and it is the things that you do to support yourself to be successful in that mission. Uh, an example of this that we can talk about is, you know, I, I, you see bodybuilders all the time and, and folks that are heavy into nutrition, you'll see them do meal preps, right? And they'll sit there on the cook, you know, all this chicken and rice and everything else and broccoli or whatever it ends up being. I, I'm not that, that I, I can't sit there and just cook, you know, a week's worth of food ahead of time. So I got this thing called a Tavala, uh, which is, a, a, a an oven steam oven that you get these prepackaged foods and it's great, you know, nutrition wise, it's never frozen fresh food. You know, whole foods, um, and you literally just scan and you put it in, right? That's a, a change in my lifestyle to support the nutrition aspects of what my long-term vision is of what I want to accomplish in my body. When I go and I do lifting, for example, that's a lifestyle change of I'm making time for myself to get that exercise in to be a, a successful at what I'm doing for that long-term vision. It's the short-term changes in your life that make you successful long-term and the patterns of behavior that you exhibit once that lifestyle has changed. 
Yeah, fully agree. And I think you touched on it there that it's basically your your patterns and behaviors and having the conscious decision to make those in line with what your goals are and the per the person that you want to become. And I, I sort of touched on this probably with the mindset one the last time um, that, you know, every decision that you make and every sort of thought process that you have, good or bad, if you stop for a second and think, is this a decision or is this something a person that I, the person that I want to become would do? And I think if you sort of have that thought with everything that you do, then you can sort of make those improvements in terms of your overall lifestyle. And I think a, another way to sort of, I guess, take some ownership of your lifestyle and where you're at is every decision that you have made up until this point has led you to where you are. So if you're not happy with that, you need to take some ownership in terms of everything that you've done up until this point has led you here. But the positive out of that is every decision that you make from this point can lead you to the person that you want to become or live the life that you want to live. And I think having that sort of, this is where they're so interlinked. So having that mindset to think that way then allows you to make the decisions and make the behavior changes to live that lifestyle. Um, and just to quickly touch on the nutrition thing that you said, if anybody does struggle with nutrition and they don't want to cook their full week's food in advance, do it in three day blocks. I could never eat food in, that was any more than three days old. So I would always take an hour, an hour and 15 minutes to cook my meal on a Sunday that would do me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then take another hour on Wednesday and that would do me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then on Sunday, I could obviously have a bit more freedom, but that was the best way that I found to manage it. And people say, oh, I don't have time to meal prep. If I can make 15 meals in an hour or an hour and a half that will do me for those three days, how long would it individually take you to make those meals? If you had to go and cook, you know, five meals a day or four meals a day or whatever it is, how much time does that actually take and how much time can you save doing that in a sort of three day block? Um, I find it weird people who eat food that they cooked a week ago, like that's too much. That's, that's not, not a good idea. Yeah. And, and I think. It's, it's about what you can accomplish, right? All of this is is what you can accomplish, right? We talk about la the last time around mindset, you know, I, I've gradually increased my exercise. I've gradually increased my calories. I've gradually done this, right? Because that's what I need at that time based off of where I'm at. And I think, you know, lifestyle isn't, hey, you know, and I think this is where a lot of people fail. You know, the, the they have a New Year's resolution, for example. And they're like, oh, hey, you know, I, I need to go down to 500 calories a day, um, I need to, you know, uh, go to the gym every single day for five hours. I need to run, you know, 7,000 miles and I need to do 50,000 steps every single day. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. That's not, that's not something that you're going to be successful at. Right. And obviously that's an extreme, but that's, that's what the mindset is. I have to completely change everything today. And that's not the case. Gradually move yourself into what you're trying to accomplish, right? Move yourself into, Hey, I'm going to try to eat healthy and, you know, and, and, a lot of this comes down to family too. You know, if you have a family and and your wife's always cooking this these amazing meals that are you know three thousand calories per serving, you know it's it's probably time to start making a shift from that and and, and explain you know to your spouse or significant other. Get a new you know, wife. For, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Cooking's great, um, but uh, you know, and, and for me at my household, I'm the cooker, right? You know, I, I'm the one that's always cooking things for the family and making steaks and things of that effect. And and what's great is I've changed the way that I cook for my family to be more healthy uh, for my family too. And they appreciate that, right? Because they are now understanding nutrition. So it's, it's, it's adopted to my family as well, but the, the lifestyle changes that you make are things that, that you can stick to long-term. Okay. And you know, when we get into the nutrition aspects of things, 
it's not to say that you can't have a pizza or you can't have ice cream or you can't have a beer or whatever you want to do. It's, it's taking that step of moderation and recognizing that you're always trying to move forward. That mindset of, of last week, you know, when I, when we talked about how, um, I really disliked, um, taking a week off. Right. And Ben knows this, like I'll, I'll yell at him every day. I'm like, why did you give me four days off? Like I literally need to work out. And you're like, dude, your body's going to fall apart if you don't do this. I'm like, well, I will, but I don't care if my body falls apart. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm again, that's a, that's a mindset thing, but you know, I, I don't want to lose a week. Right. That, that's where I'm at now in, in my mindset, where I don't want to lose a week in my progress of moving forward. I'm always thinking about moving forward. How do I get better at where I'm at today from where I was yesterday? And, and that, that's a small, long-term thing, right? Today, I want to be better than I was yesterday. How do I do that? And it's, it's that continual improvement of yourself that gets you there. And lifestyle is one of those things where you... One, have to dedicate time for yourself. I've hit that a lot, but you have to make time for yourself uh, to make those changes in your life, whether that's going out for a walk and just getting 10,000 steps or 5,000 steps. You're making a lifestyle change. I'm going to do this three times a week. Cool. Fantastic. Start doing that and stick to that short, mid, and long-term. Look at your short-term gains versus long-term. One of the things that I really struggle with with, with the process with Ben um, is I'm like, hey, I just started a month ago and I don't look like Arnold. Why, why is that? You know, like, like it's been a month. I feel like I've done everything you told me to. Why am I not looking like Arnold? And it doesn't happen in a month, right? It does. It takes time to unscrew all the stuff that you've done before previously to your body to get to a point to where you want to be and continuously build on that. Right. Um, and so you, you have to look at this from both a short, mid and long-term perspective, but your lifestyle of how you wake up, how much sleep you're getting. One of the biggest things that we don't do, by the way, is sleep or rest. You need sleep. That's a lifestyle change, right? And you need to get seven to eight hours or whatever your body um, needs to recover and to recoup and to regenerate and to, for both mind and body. Um, you need to focus on eating the right things from a nutritional aspect. You have to focus on the weight training uh, and getting your heart rate up. These are things that, that will change as you start to get into that lifestyle approach of, of doing things a little bit differently than you did before. Again, start small, grow big. Yeah, I totally agree. And one of the best and worst things about any sort of change is the fact that there are so many things. So it's like you say, you know, New Year's resolutions are the worst for it. People try and change 50 different things and they all start on the 1st of January and that's, they have to start on that day and they have to do everything. And that's why they ultimately fail. And like I said, it's the best and the worst thing that there are so many things to change. It's the worst thing because you can get overwhelmed and you're like, well, what do I start with? But it's the best thing is you can just start, like you said, small and then gradually like build on the things. And I think the best thing that you can do for yourself is have an honest conversation with yourself and sit down and actually evaluate your current lifestyle and work out why it's not working for you. Like why, you know, why are you super stressed? Why do you have brain fog? You can't focus. Why are you pissed off all the time? Why do you feel like you're overweight? Like all these things that ultimately it's, it's on you. So if you sit down, evaluate your lifestyle, whether that's on a weekly basis or, you know, over time and just sort of see, right. Okay. I'm feeling this way because I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm going to start with that one. And I would definitely, definitely recommend with starting with that one because it can totally transform. Oh my God. So important. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a sucker for it as well. Like there was times that I'm like, Oh, I can survive on like four hours. Like I'm totally fine. I can survive on four hours. 
but I don't want to just survive. It's a case of instead of thinking, what can I get away with? You think of how can I optimize this? How can I improve on this? And I just want to touch on the optimize thing. So this came from a conversation with a good friend of mine, Matt, and we will definitely get him on the podcast because he is about optimizing every aspect of your life. But he did a story yesterday and he talked about the sort of first things that he will deal with with the client are not actually managing your nutrition. It's more about managing your stress, managing your digestion and managing your sleep. And then once you sort of get all of those in line, then the sort of fat loss phase and the managing your calorie bit after that becomes much easier because, you know, if you're highly stressed and you're not sleeping and your digestive system's not working, no matter what the fuck you're eating, it's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? Like you need to be able to digest and process the food. You need to be able to sleep so that you have the energy to do the workouts and you need to be less stressed so that again, you can process the foods and you're not adding additional stress in from doing fucking hip workouts at the back end or whatever it is that you're doing that you think that's going to get you towards your goal. Ultimately, your body doesn't know the difference between stress of if it's work, if it's family stress, if it's financial stress, or if it's stress because you're doing a hip workout or something that your body's maybe not in a position that it can handle. So sort of breaking all that down into, you know, just evaluate your life. Think about, right, okay, well, what are the easiest things for me to change? And think about it in like, you know, the easiest things that are going to give me the most reward. And I definitely would recommend starting with sleep and stress. Um, how can you be less stressed or how can you at least manage stress better? And whether that's meditation, journaling, you know, speaking to someone, managing your workload better, whatever. And then the sleep aspect, set yourself boundaries in terms of I'm going to finish work at this time. I'm going to close my laptop at this time. I'm going to switch my phone off at this time and stick to that routine. And once you start to sort of nail those, Again, back to the everything else in your life will become easier. It will because you'll have more energy. You'll be more focused. You'll have more clarity whenever you're in work. So you'll actually be better in work in the time that you are in work because you've spent the time to actually take time away. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, I think optimization of, of everything that you do um, in your life is is extremely important. Um, and And it's a matter of how you feel, right? It's funny because... You know, I think people are like, hey, I'm going to take a pill and it's going to fix things. And it, it's really not about that. It's, it's about how you feel. Like you mentioned last podcast on the, on, the, on the food aspect of things that, you know, you typically don't do a lot of carbs in the morning. And, and I found that if I don't do carbs in the morning, I, I, I drag ass, right? And so for me, I eat carbs in the morning because I feel better. Um, and, and it's all about feeling better, uh, feeling stronger, progressing forward. And finding what works for you because your body is unique to yourself, right? And it also changes, I think, with your body comp as well. So when you're overweight, uh, you know, you're going to feel more tired, not as much energy. As you start to lose that weight, you know, you start to gain more energy, gain more strength. You start to feel better. Uh, sleep, I can't emphasize enough from a lifestyle perspective, is probably the first thing that you should start with. Um, to, to get, I, I, I feel, you know, it's, it, I always mention this, but it's, it, it's always a bragging thing in our industry about, Hey, it's 3am and I just figured out this amazing hack and I'm, you know, and I, I you know, I, I, I live off of two hours of sleep and caffeine, right? That's, that's horrible for your body. I mean, the mortality rates alone, cardiovascular diseases, I mean, that are related to lack of sleep. I mean, that is like n number one for everything. Your body needs sleep for repair. I don't care who you are. You know, one to two hours or three hours or four hours is not enough, right? 
you need to be getting seven to eight to nine hours of sleep on a regular basis. Some might get away with six, but that's that's really pushing it, right? And I think you know when we talk about optimizing our body, your lifestyle should really support that. You know, when I first started uh, working with with Ben, you know, I bought, I still buy, uh, you know, all the different types of proteins, supplements, everything else. And, and just to put in perspective, I have like literally shelves and shelves and shelves of protein and everything else. And I, it's, it's a ridiculous habit. Um, and, you know, like I guess I go on with everything, but I, but I've been able to find things that work best for me, best times for amino acid intake, best times for probiotics, um, best times for, you know, uh, uh, sleep type of stuff, you know, where I use more magnesium and, you know, some amino acids for, for sleep. So I, I've, I've, been able to tweak things as I go along and as I learn more um, based off of how my body, you know, um, uh, handles those specific things. So I think, you know, we always have to be looking at continuously day by day. How do we improve ourselves and how do we feel that day? And what's really cool about uh, you, Ben, that I like, um, well, I like a lot of things about you, Ben. Uh, Thanks. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm swearing at you in some of these workouts, but, uh, um, but uh, the one thing I really liked about uh, your weekly check-ins, right? So we have these weekly check-ins where, you know, we measure our, our body parts, uh, you know, our waist, our hips, our shoulders, you know, our, our biceps. And what we're looking for is, hey, we want to see growth in the right areas, our biceps, you know, our chest, our shoulders, our quads, our calves. And we want to see a decrease in our hips and our, and our waist. And that's showing direct body fat loss uh, and muscle gain, right? It's very difficult to do body mass percentages, you know, BMI type type um, analysis, unless you're doing like a DEXA scan or things like that, that are more accurate. So you know, we use measurements as the main, main method for it, but one, you know, so that's great. We do weight, you know, you know, your caloric intake, you know, how many calories broken down into your macronutrients, which we'll get into a lot of protein, carbohydrates and fats. We go into all those different things. But one of the things that I loved about um, the sheet is how did you feel that day? Like what was what was your what was your day like? Is there any stressors? Were you milking any injuries? You know, was there anything that was going on in your life from a you know a stress perspective? You know, uh, how did you feel digestive wise? How what's your digestive tract like? You know, um, and so you know those are all key indicators of things that you've done that you're either making it better or worse in your diet, you know, or your nutrition. Your, your I can't use the word diet, sorry, in your in your food, what you're doing um, versus you know the the lifestyle that you're living to to get to this. So I think, you know, when you look at, at lifestyle, it's it's always about improving how you feel about yourself mentally, physically, and everything else that comes along with it, right? And always always making yourself better. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes whenever people look at the spreadsheet and they say they're like, like how am I, why do you need to know all this information? But, and you, you know, you'll, you'll be able to back me up on this. You know, there will maybe be weeks that you're frustrated that you haven't made progress in one area, but I can then show you that you have made it in a different area. Or there'll be weeks that you may be frustrated that you haven't made progress. And I can look at actual yeah. data in terms of rest and heart rate, heart rate variability, you know, digestion, like you're talking about. And I go, look, you obviously had a lot of stress on this week. And then you come back and be like, I did have a lot of stress on this week. And I feel like a fucking wizard. You think I'm a fucking wizard. Um, and it's, it's just a case of, I'm just looking at the data and, and, you know, looking at numbers and information and the more data that you can start to correlate, the better. And again, it comes down to, you know, having so many things that you can change. It gives you so many variables. And if you just start to look at them in terms of like, how can I get 1%, you know, how can I improve my sleep by 1%? How can I improve my digestion by 1%? How can I improve my, you know, steps, my training, my nutrition, 
once you start to one percent better all of these the compound interest of that over a year's time and we we will have a conversation um Dave is coming up to his one year anniversary of coaching. So we're going to do a special episode on Monday and touching that. If anybody does have any questions on that, do, do shoot them across. Cause I think that'd be a cool Q and a, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, that compound interest of every decision that you've made and every 1% that you've made to improve yourself, you know, over the time period of a year is absolutely, you know, it's, it's, you know, if we were, we probably had this, our call probably about this time last year. Like if you think about the person that you were then, what you were doing versus the person you are now and what you're doing now. So, um, it's just a case of, you know, it wasn't massive drastic changes, but over time we've improved, we've refined things, we've added things in, we've taken things out, you know, we've changed the process. We've been through a couple of different phases. Like we've done a lot of shit in the past year, but ultimately it's, it's all been to improve how you feel, how you look, and your lifestyle overall. Dude, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Like going through this journey, take photos of yourself every single week, right? You know, uh, both front and back in your underwear, whatever you prefer. I prefer having underwear. Ben definitely doesn't want to see me without underwear on. Um, and so, you know, um, underwear front and back and take pictures every single week. You know, there were times that that I would just feel so deflated and fat again and just you know like it just your mind like fights you through this whole process right but again you have to have that short-term outlook that i'm getting better today not not i'm not six months ahead i'm getting better today and and you have to take a look at the data that you have and and i heavily recommend you know tracking data as well your your you know your weight you know your calories all those different things your measurements they make a huge difference when you start to go back. You know, Ben would be like in checking. I, I put a little note in there saying, "Man, I don't feel like I'm making any progress. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm fat. I don't, you know, whatever it ends up being." And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with with that. I mean, just you know how I would feel inside, right? Um, and you know, Ben would be like, "Dude, look at this freaking picture of you before and where you're at today. It's it's not even the same person. You're a completely different person, both from a." mindset, lifestyle, nutrition, and fitness perspective. You are literally what we're striving for, right? And, and you have to look at that from the way that you feel today versus where you were six months prior. And have you made progress? Yes. Is it di drastically different? Yes. Is it where you want to be? No. You'll never be where you want to be. You always want to continue to move forward. You always want to drive yourself to be better than you are yesterday. Um, and, and that's the big difference of you can, when you start to track that type of data of what you can actually see. And I really, really appreciate that. And having somebody that I could run those struggles through, right? Um, and I, I just tell you, like, I mean, I mean, from a, a physical perspective of how I feel, you know, like when I go to bed at night, I used to always wear a t shirt and, you know, uh, 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 you know, um, uh, like, you know, sweatpants or sweat, sweat shorts or whatever. And like, I, I literally walk around the house with my shirt off now, you know, it's just like, because I'm, I'm proud of where I'm at, but I'm comfortable with where I'm at, right? I, you know, I'm not trying to impress anybody, but I feel comfortable with my shirt off, which is a really unusual feeling for me. I've never felt this way my entire life. From when I was born to where I'm at today, I've never felt this way before in my entire life. The confidence that you get, the mental clarity, I mean, I, I, my brain is firing literally at optimal level right now, right? I feel better than I did in my 20s. I feel stronger than I did in my 20s. You know, I feel I can accomplish anything that I did in my 20s. And you know, I go to Orange Theory and I'm, I'm smoking these 20 year old kids, you know, at everything. We had a 2000 meter benchmark today. God, it was murder. Um, but, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the gains that you get from yourself and your personal goals that really strive you. And I also think from a mindset perspective, not to cover last week's topic, 
but start to be competitive with yourself. Um, that has really helped me both from a lifestyle perspective and my mindset. I try to always beat myself um, at everything I do. Not everybody else. Now, granted, if there's like, you know, another, another guy there that's really in fit, I try to beat him like crazy. Like our, the one instructor, Brian, him and I always go back and forth. I'm totally kicking his butt now. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's always that, that, that personal competitiveness of you of like, dude, you did this last week. You can do it again. You can do it harder this time. You know, it, those things, those, those minor changes to yourself really make that huge difference. So I, I really think that, you know, when you look at it from a lifestyle perspective, start small. When I first started with you, Ben, you know, I didn't know nutrition. I didn't know workout regimens. Uh, I didn't know anything about my body and what I should be doing. Right. And through time, we have just slowly educate, you know, through education, through understanding my own body and how I feel, we've gotten to a point to where, you know, we're really comfortable with that. So, you know, if you start off small and I'm saying, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to 2000 calories a day or 1900 calories a day. And, but I'm not going to track my macros. I'm just going to focus on the calories. Right. And, and that's going to be my starting point. And then I'm going to start to get a little more comfortable with tracking my calories. And I'm going to start to look at, Hey, I need to get a little bit more protein or I need to get a little more carbs based off how I feel. Um, these are all things that you start to gradually increase, you know, throughout time from your knowledge side. And again, that comes from the changes that you make in lifestyle. I, you know, I would always say I was, I'm too busy to work out. I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy to do that. And I, I make time for myself to be able to do that. My lifestyle supports that because I've made the time for myself to do it. Yeah, I think the I actually saw a, a post on social media recently um, about basically another coach cracking up at, at coaches who say everybody has the same 24 hours. Now, I understand the concept of what he's saying in terms of everybody's 20 or 24 hours looks different in what they have to achieve. But from a time perspective, we all have the same amount of time, except for Dave, who has 36 hours in his 24 hour period. And that's how you get so much shit done. But to sort of touch on that as well, like that will just come from how you're functioning and how you feel. Do you mean having the capacity to operate at a higher level? And that has come over time. Um, and I think to sort of like bring it back to the lifestyle thing, you know, the lifestyle is ultimately how your 24 hour period is made up and whether it's a case of, you know, you need to get your work right in before work because you know that work could be a potential shit show throughout the day and you maybe won't get it in after the further your day goes on, the more excuses that you have. And, you know, if you're not in a position that you're as in control of your day as I potentially am, or as Dave potentially is, you know, you need to just find out where you can fit that in and how much time you can commit to that. And then it's just a case of sort of refining and building on that. And that comes down to not just training, but, you know, your work life, you know, your nutrition, your family life, your social life, everything that comes along in that sort of, you know, in that bracket um, and the social, the social life side of things too. And I think somebody actually asked a question about this and um, that they struggled to fit everything in and they mentioned work, they mentioned um, family life and they mentioned social life. And I'm like, just change how you do your social life. Like you can make training a social thing you can you know you can make going to the gym a social thing going for a walk a social thing like whatever it is it can be a social thing socializing doesn't always necessarily mean go out on the piss every weekend or you know whatever it is like you can create social things based around the lifestyle that you want do you know what I mean like i'm sure there's running clubs walking clubs cycling clubs hiking clubs like all these things that you can have that are a social aspect to improving you know your overall health and fitness and i just want to sort of circle back to you saying about the the metrics and the measurements and stuff 
it goes deeper than that for me. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yes, it's great to see that, you know, your biceps are bigger and your waist is smaller. Obviously, that that's exactly what we want. But whenever you're looking at rest and heart rate and heart rate variability and how these things have improved and how your body manages stress better and how much fitter you are like that is where it comes down to longevity of life and it's not just a case of oh i need to lose a stone or whatever it is you know it's it's a case of i'm going to be here for longer because i'm making the decisions now that that will get me that and i just wanted to mention rest and heart rate and heart heart rate variability because i know out of the side of your eye you're watching the whoop thing to see whether to see whether we're getting an upgraded band (laughs) (laughs) so as we're recording this the new whoop uh 4.0 is being released uh literally as we speak and uh, we still haven't got back um, to us about the affiliate yeah, we, do we need to be an affiliate of them? Because I, I literally I have like three years free of Whoop uh, from all the referrals that I've given. But uh, just really quick, two seconds, and I have to interrupt. A new sensor, skin temperature, blood oxygen levels. It's got a new sleep coach, uh, added a health monitor, uh, five-day battery life. I'm, I'm really excited, so I ordered it right away, of course. So I'm going to order one right now. Yeah. And this will allow me to be on the hashtag WeHackHealth leaderboard because I feel like I've been That's right. Off. And I got to beat you every day again. It's yeah, gonna be awesome. Right that on. <laughs> the only the only benefit that you have is I'm ahead of time. So like I'll go to sleep and you still have hours in your day. Yeah. And I'll and I'll definitely kill myself just to beat your score. So, you know, it's it's, it's it is pretty pretty unfair. But that's what that. it's win win. Do you know what I mean? It means that you're you it is. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Well the one thing I'll say about, about you and the competitiveness is like it's funny, like I may be able to throw some more weight around or something like that here and there, but like in comparison, like Ben is doing proper form, proper technique. It looks amazing. I look like a giraffe trying to pull a bunch of stuff. So like, it's not apples to apples in any way, shape or form. Yeah, I actually <laughs> thought you- Ben's really nice. he's like, Hey, it looks good, but don't do this. <laughs> I actually thought whenever you, whenever you put your numbers up, I was like, I want to see videos of this. I need to see video evidence of this. And it's not, you know, when we get to the end, it's not going to be with the numbers. It's going to be how it looks as well. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So we need, 100%. To, and we'll put it, we'll put it to a vote. And I don't care whether you have a higher percentage of people who think you're going to get the deadlift first. I'm going to get it. Um, and like I said, I'm going to prove, prove your entire following wrong in one, one fail swoop. Um, well, I'm, e- I'm eating 500 grams of protein a day now just to make sure I, I can. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yes, anyway, so sort of to, to come back to lifestyle, like, like I said, you know, it's basically how you make up your 24 hours or your 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 full week and, and what that looks like. And it's making the decision to sort of make those 1% improvements to build the life that you want. And, you know, for me, a sort of transition has been thinking longer now that I have a daughter, like, you know, priorities change and we've had this conversation before that i want to be here for longer but not just be here like still be able to run about still be able to scare off her boyfriends whenever they start coming to the door like my goal now is to get massive so in like 20 years when guys start coming to the door like i'm the size of the door and i'm like (laughs) that's the goal do you know what i mean so your priorities obviously change but i still want to you know be able to run about be able to take her away and not be like you know 50 60 years old and be totally useless to her um and i think that that sort of will lead us into the lifestyle that i used to lead versus the lifestyle that i lead now and i'm quite open and honest about the person that i used to be in terms of it was five or six nights a week drinking drugs chasing girls escaping any sort of reality that i that i wanted or whatever it was and it was a conscious decision that i had to make that i i wanted to 
stop going out at the weekend or start training. And, you know, again, it was a gradual process that, okay, maybe whenever I started training and started seeing the results and feeling better, I was like, right, okay, instead of going out five nights a week, if I just go out at the weekend, then, you know, I'll be feeling great. I'll be confident, whatever. Um, but I'll be able to get better results in terms of training. And then that gradually just started to filter out in terms of like, okay, well, if I don't go out at all, then, you know, I, I don't have a hangover and I can manage my food better. And just all these decisions that over time have led me to ultimately where I am now, like I wouldn't be, you know, a coach. I wouldn't be having this podcast. I wouldn't have ever met. Like there's so many things that one small decision that you make can change that will drastically change the, the trajectory of your life. I'll tell you, it's been it's been amazing to get to know you. Um, you know, from a trainer perspective, one of the things that I really struggled with was somebody that cared about my progress as much as their their own, right? And I think when you look at at trainers in general, you know, it, it's about getting more and more customers and doing this and doing that. And you lose focus of why you did it in the first place. And that's one thing I've always respected with you is that you know you're. It's almost a, a challenge and credibility thing for you uh, to make sure that everybody that you work with is successful, right? And and to be there and support you when things aren't going great for yourself, whether it's mental stress at home or work or whatever, or you're not getting your workouts in, or you're not dedicating time for yourself, you know, someone that, that is always there. And I think what you just hit on right there around your lifestyle is that your lifestyle changed over time. And even when you know you're in a position where you've been doing this for years, the lifestyle still continues to evolve and change. And, and but but it's with that mindset that I'm always trying to get better every single day. And so those play so heavily into everything that you do day in and day out. And for me too, where I'm at today is not where I was at yesterday. Where I'm at yesterday was not the day. I, I, but but I know that I'm better than I was yesterday. And I think that's that's the mindset you have to have which equates to changing your lifestyle to be successful in those areas. And, you know, for, for me, like, you know, I'll use the, the camping example again, right? You know, I could have easily went camping uh, and, and drank beers and hung out and got some great hiking in, by the way, and some cardio and stuff like that, right? But I didn't want to go back a week on my weight training. I still wanted to get my lift out. And believe me, if I could have taken my rack, I would have taken my rack. You know, like I literally would have taken my entire rack and set it up there if I could have. It definitely did not fit in the RV. Um, I thought about it. I have impact uh, guns that I could literally have disassembled it in like 10 minutes, put it in there. I thought about it really. Like, could, could you imagine I'm out there? I got a full rack in the middle of, of, of the woods. I can, I can and I'm 100%. You know, you mentioned in the last one that, that Aaron asked, is this an all-in thing? And I'm like picturing this, you know, custom-built RV that has a rack that pulls out the back. Like, don't yes. tell me you haven't looked at it. I know. Literally, Aaron hears you. She's booking a flight to UK to tackle you right now. So you're gonna see. You're gonna see like the the Terry Tate linebacker tackle Ben halfway in the video right now. <laughs> Forgive me this idea. Yeah. <laughs> but they do make those ones that you can build into the wall. So it's not a. It's not. It's not too not far completely. Fetched, un I'm not completely unrealistic. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't want to go back a week because I'm always trying to move forward a week, right? Not take ten steps back. Not take a week back. I'm always trying to move forward again. Very myopic view from a short-term perspective with a long-term visible, uh, you know, long-term plan ahead, and that's, I think, what makes a lot of people successful in business and other areas. It's the short-term things that you do with the long-term vision at, at hand, and the things that you need to change about yourself or what you do or your daily habits, your lifestyle that equates to that to make that successful. 
Yeah, I fully agree. Um, and it is a, it is, you know, it's a compound interest thing. It's an overtime thing. Um, and it's accepting that, you know, knowing that it's not going to happen overnight, but still being willing to, to put the work in and sort of see, like, it, it is that gradual, like 1% better. And you need to also realize that, you know, if there is a day that you do have a hangover, that it's not the end of the world and that's not a total write off. Do you know what I mean? And, and sort yeah. of being able to accept that, okay, right. I had a hangover. I haven't woke up, you know, hundred pounds heavier or whatever it is. Like I'll be fine. I'll just start again today or tomorrow, or whatever it is. Um, and just to sort of circle, I, I would freak out over that. You remember, you'd get my panic messages. Yeah. Like, dude, I played poker last night. I was going to be good. I brought pretzels. I, I was always going to eat. And then I ate six pieces of pizza, four beers, and you know, then I started snacking on chips. And then I woke up and I'm like, I'm I'm three hundred pounds yeah. again. You know, like like you know, but no, it's not. It's one day. It's one yeah. day. Yeah, and I think you know. Yeah. It, realizing that as well and the analogy that not to make it all about cars but the analogy that i always use in that is you know people who have one day off or one meal off they just totally write the rest of the day off or the rest of the week off so i put it back to you in terms of like if you get a flat tire in the car do you then go and slice the other three tires and push the car off the cliff and make sure you burn it out like <laughs> it doesn't happen like that you fix the tire and you deal with the problem at hand so whether it is a case of you know you went way over your calories or you know you were off track on something then accept it for what it is and then move on and realize that that one thing isn't going to totally change everything just the same as going and eating a fucking salad isn't going to change everything and um, and to sort of circle back to what you said about you guys and, and being for you like i never wanted to be the coach that was about numbers like i'm not i, I want to make sure that I think this comes down to the difference between a PT and a coach. And I've had a couple of like heated discussions, let's say about this. And I always wanted to be a coach. And I think coaching goes far beyond just giving you calories and giving you your workout. And I always want to make sure that, you know, no matter who it is, they feel like they can reach out to me no matter what it is. So whether it's good or whether it's bad or whether you're having a shit time or whether it's work or whether it's, you know, like you said, we've dealt, we've dealt with a lot of shit, even just within the group, you know, of people going through shit and life happens. And I fully get that. But, you know, I want to make sure that as a coach, I'm there for you. And I put a tweet out recently about, you know, if you're on my team, we succeed together because I will make sure no matter what we have to do to get you there, we will. And that's the sort of, you know, the willingness to look at you as an individual and not look at you as a business owner, a family man, I'll just put you in this box. And then someone who's, you know, maybe a mum, stay at home mum that put you in this box or whatever it is. Like everybody's an individual and everybody has their own struggles. And for me, it's just about looking at their lifestyle and seeing, seeing where we can sort of fit, fit everything in. I mean, everybody's different on their objectives too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you have folks that, that are too skinny and want to gain weight. You have folks that are too heavy and want to lose weight. You have people that want to look great in a bikini or want to look great with their shirt off or whatever it ends up being, or people that want to get super large and big and strong, right? You know, those understanding, which I'm, I'm in that. Yeah, Sam, I was going to agree. That's me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I think, you know, having a, an approach for both men and women um, that allow you to make those changes and to have that long-term mindset of this is what I want to look like. And this is who I want to be. Um, and making sure that I feel great when I'm doing it, right? It's all about feeling great, right? That, that's what life is about. Life is about living life and experiencing life and, and loving life and, and being able to do things that make you excited and to be there for your kids and your family and, and all that other stuff, right? And, and all of those goals, you know, mesh into mindset, lifestyle, fitness, nutrition, everything else about that, right? It's all about the longevity of your life and being there and being energetic for, for your life. And, you know, I think what, what most people fail to realize, and, and you just hit on it, Ben, is that one day is not going to kill you if you mess up, right? 
but it's it's picking yourself up after that one day and getting back onto that train. And that's where most people fail on diets and everything else is that, you know, they, they, they're like, oh, it's just one cheat day. Who cares? You know, then it's, well, it's two cheat days. Who really cares? <laughs> F this diet. It sucks. I'm not going to do it anymore <laughs> anyway. You know, and, and, and you have to have the mindset to stay consistent every single day, you know, with your long-term visions and your short-term goals to, to really accomplish what you want to do. And if you have blips, it's a blip. You know, and you go right back on that train and you, you continue to bust ass and, and, and do everything you possibly did. One day is not going to wreck a month of training. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and, and for one, it's not possible for you to gain 20 pounds in a day. Believe me, it's, if, if you get on the scale and you've gained five pounds, it's food that's not digested yet. You know, it's, it's, you're not gaining five pounds with one day of eating crappy. Yeah. But if you eat a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, yes, you're going to gain that weight back, right? Um, so you always have to be mindful of, of what you're doing and making sure that you put yourself back onto that track. Again, giving time for yourself, having the right mindset and recognizing that, Hey, I've, I've had a, just a shit day and I need to put myself back onto that train again. It's a, it's a shit day. That's it. I'm just going to chalk it up as a shit day and the next day is going to be better. Right. And, and that, that is, is the mindset. That's the lifestyle around you to support that. What you get into from a daily habit perspective, you know, just to give you some small tips on, on daily habits, you know, start coming up with things that you're going to eat on a regular basis um, that fit into your nutritional, um, you know, pieces of things. Like for me, when I wake up, you know, if it's a uh, um, just a regular day, you know, where let's just say it's a non-training day, you know, I know my calories are going to be a little bit less, so I don't eat as much in the morning. Uh, in the morning, I'll have you know a bagel with full butter, you know, um, uh, um, Greek yogurt. Lunch, I'll typically have you know some sort of whole foods like chicken with some potatoes or you know uh, some, some veggies with that. Might have some fruit as some snacks in between. Might you know snack on a you know a protein bar or protein shake uh, just once a day. If I'm training right after that, I I, I um, specifically uh, uh, have a protein shake right after my training, uh, and and you know from there my my whole days are pretty much planned out from a a food perspective. One thing I, I do when I first wake up in the morning though, or the night before typically is I look at my calendar and I say, where can I fit my training into? Uh, you know, and, and some of them are already pre-planned like, you know, orange theory, I know at eight fifteen, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm always going to orange theory. So nothing books into that, that, that time period. Um, but then I look at, okay, when can I get my lift in? You know, it's a, tra- you know, if I, if I do orange theory in the morning, <clears throat> there are direct studies that show like high intensity training, things like that can have a direct degradation of your lifting. Uh, in a six to eight hour window. So I typically will lift later at night um, on the days that I do orange theory to recover from that training in the morning. So, you know, I have to look at my schedule and say, well, where can I fit this time in? And there's, there are times where I've been on Ben's call and I'm working out, you know, I'm like, literally, I'm like, Hey Ben, I got three more sets left. Cause it's the only time I can fit it in. Ben understands, he under, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, like I put on mute when I'm screaming. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I noticed you know, on, on the call recently is though everybody has been a lot more active. So whether it's, you know, people have been out for a walk or, you know, Chris and Scott have been on the treadmill or, you know, some of the girls have been on spin bikes, like, you know, it, it's okay. It's an hour out of your week, but I actually start to feel bad because I'm stood here and I'm like, okay, well, there's 15 other people on the call here and they're all working out and I'm, I'm not like, I feel like I need to go out and do a walk. Do you know what I mean? But that's, that's whenever it comes then back to the environment and the support network. And again, that, that falls into, you know, having the, having that bad day or having the shit day or not wanting to train, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll go into the group chat and the issue will have been resolved without me even being there. Do you know what I mean? If someone has come in and went, look, I'm feeling shit or I have a hangover or whatever, 10 people will have given them, you know, the support that they need and they'll have gone and done it. And I'm like, 
okay, good, good job. Like I, I can't give any more than that. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's what it comes down to making sure that you have some form of support, support network. And I think that probably, yeah, you know, it can be external, but at the same time, it, it needs to start where you live and who you live with, because, you know, ultimately you spend the most time with them. Um, and I think if you have someone who's maybe not fully understanding about what you want to achieve, then it can get a bit like, not confrontational, but a bit of a shit show in terms of like, maybe they want to get a takeout and they don't understand that. Okay. Right. Well, I don't really want to get that because it's not in line with my goals. So having that sort of support network and knowing, you know, making sure that everybody involved knows what you're trying to achieve and why you're trying to achieve it, whether they believe in it or not. You know, Aaron, Aaron asked me the other day, she's like, you know, how long do you think you're going to stay with Ben? You know, is this something that, you know, is, is, you know, you feel like you're comfortable enough with it. And here's the thing, you know, I I'm comfortable in my nutrition. I'm comfortable in my fitness routines, um, granted, I, you know, I, I let me rephrase that. I, I need a lot of work still on some some movements and things like that. Um, you know, I'm comfortable uh, in in the program. You know, I'm comfortable in all those areas. And and I said to Aaron, I'm like, honestly, I see myself working with Ben forever because, you know, from a lifestyle perspective, uh, my lifestyle is part of this group, right? My lifestyle is having somebody that takes vested interest in me to ensure that I'm on the right track in my programs and everything that I'm doing. And I, and I have this fear that if I didn't have that support system, that I may revert back to my old self, or I may not be going in the right direction of where I want to go from continuously progressing forward. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you're always tweaking what you're doing from a lifestyle perspective. I'm always tweaking what I'm doing from a lifestyle perspective and having somebody to be able to work with, you know, work with, in those changes to see how it's impacting me or my future um, or having a community of support, you know, to either rag on each other and have fun or, you know, discuss, you know, I, I know like Scott asked the other day, like, Hey, what's the best, you know, you know, uh, uh, angle from an incline perspective. We all gave our, our various, you know, you know, preferences and things like that, you know, just having that type of community aspect of things I think is, is really important uh, for yourself and for your lifestyle and for your mindset, for your goals uh, and everything else that you have there. So, and my answer back was, yeah, I, I plan on using Ben forever, right? I mean, that, that's my goal because I, I feel like that element I don't have to worry about. Like, you know, I, I have somebody there that's that's with me, holding me up as I'm going through all of this, right? And so for for me, my lifestyle is part of this community of this group that you've built, Ben, um, because it's it's something that I rely upon every single day to keep me consistent with everything I'm doing. Could I do it without it? Probably could, you know, I, I probably could. I, I feel confident in myself that I could do it. Um, would I be as comfortable with it? No. Uh, would I, you know, probably fail and not have somebody to talk to? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and, you know, is it the best way for me to go? No. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of benefits to that community aspect in your lifestyle and having people that can pick you up when you're feeling, you know, really down or, or you know, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. I think I laugh. Obviously, you know, we've both spoke about, we want to live to be 150 years old. So I'm going to still be <laughs> coaching you. We're both 150 years old. I'm still getting you. Like, listen, I got this 15 pound dumbbell. I'm PRing on 30 pounds. This is awesome. You know? Um, but yeah, just to sort of come back to the, the group and the support, you know, I think the best thing about it and that it just totally started because of global shit show, you know, in March last year. And it's become probably one of the, the most important parts of the whole coaching process is having that group because whether it is, you know, getting perspectives from other people about what they're doing or whether it is sharing recipes or sharing struggles or sharing motivation or whatever you get, you know, 
10, 20, 30 different people who are from totally different backgrounds, who all have a similar sort of mindset and are working towards a better version of themselves, whatever that looks like. So it's different goals, but ultimately it's the same thing that they just want to be a better version of themselves. And I think the one of the best things that, that about it is people will ask questions that you maybe never, never even thought of. And that can cover more than I can cover as one person. Do you know what I mean? I can't think, oh, you know, maybe this person's thinking like this, this person's thinking like that. You know, they will literally just ask the question and then everybody else is in the group will benefit from my answer. And I think that ultimately, you know, that has become an invaluable part of, of the whole process. And I know our cause this evening and I'm, you know, I feel like you weren't there last week because obviously you were away camping. So, you know, even that aspect of missing that, it's one component of, of the group that's missing. And it's, it's a funny, just how it's come about and the sort of benefits that people get from it. But, um, yeah, I think having that support network, whether it is a coach or whether it's a group or whether it's your friends or whatever, um, I think it's definitely important to have some form of support network to support you in your goals, health and fitness wise or business wise or whatever. Yep. Can't agree enough. And we see that in, in everything in business, right? You know, you know, on the business side, um, you know, I'm part of a, a number of different groups where, you know, hey, we have, you know, I, I'm part of this, this, this group called Vistage where it's just a bunch of CEOs that, you know, have gone through various experiences that are 150-year-old companies versus, you know, that are family-owned and those other things, you know, uh, being able to share experiences and things that we're going through versus, you know, you know, you know I'm obviously a heavy tech company, so they're, in, you know, moving their processes to tech. And so, you know, we all complement each other really well because we're a community of people that have each other's best interests at heart. We've developed friendships and, you know, things along that. And, you know, I'm good friends with them now. And, you know, we have other groups that are specifically in the information security space where we all communicate and talk together to, to really help, you know, the community aspect of things. And it's, you know, with the conference that I ran for a number of years, uh, you know, was, was very community driven. Um, and, and that has a lot of success because, you know, I, I, people, including myself, can relate to other people that are going through the same types of things that I'm going through, right? The same types of struggles that I've been through before in the past or that I will go through in the future. And you know, I think as human beings, you know, there's all that concept of tribes. And, 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 and tribes doesn't need to be a, a, an exclusive group of people. You know, it can be a community of people with the same type of mindset that, that want to accomplish the same type of things. And there are varying different stages of that that are all working together for the same goal. And I think, you know, having a tribe that is focused on, on fitness and having a tribe that is, you know, focused on, on the betterment of each other really makes a huge difference uh, in the success of that. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not a matter of, of letting down yourself. It's a matter of letting down the group, right? Uh, you know, and, and, and those become things that, that people will hold you accountable. People will, you know, cheer you on. People will, you know, promote you and pop you up when you, when you have successes. You know, is, is my success right now the same as Chris's? No, I'm in a different stage that Chris is at. But Chris is making some amazing progress in his own right, right? I'm definitely stronger than Chris, you know? And I will always be stronger than Chris. On me. Just teasing, man. You, I, I, absolutely. Um, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, from, you know, the, the strides that Chris has made, that Scott has made, you know, that, that everybody in the whole team has, has gone through, right, um, is, is just a really good testament to what a tribe can be uh, and, and really what you should strive to surround yourself with to be successful as well. Yeah. I think, you know, you touched on it there that, you know, it's holding each other accountable and whether it's something as simple as 
if somebody mentions on the call tonight that they're going to do something tomorrow, I'll say, right, we'll send a photo into the group to prove that you do it. You know, if it's you haven't trained in a couple of days because work's been a shit show or whatever, and like, but I'm going to go in the morning. I'm like, okay, well, you said it in front of 20 people. You're going to put it in the group. Uh, so that will make, make sure that you do it. And then ultimately the, they'll feel better for it off the back of it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think the group has sort of become invaluable in that. And again, as we sort of touched on last time, it's a unique space for want of a better word. But yeah, everybody's making incredible progress in their own right. Do you know what I mean? Everybody's goals are different. Fat loss, muscle building, strength, performance, whatever it is. But we all come together with this same common interest of becoming better versions of ourselves. And something that, that I actually thought whenever we're having a conversation just now that you know, you have this opportunity that you have this incredible thing that is your body that you're in control of that you can literally do anything with. And I know that I joke with you back and forward in terms of like biohacking and like things that I'm trying out to, you know, optimize my performance, whether it's, you know, cognitive function or productivity or whatever it is. There's so many different aspects and in terms of like what you can do to improve your whole body overall, but no one's going to do it for you, you have to sort of make the decision to do it yourself. And again, to sort of circle back, you know, the goals in terms of like health and fitness don't necessarily need to just be, I want to lose weight or I want to gain muscle. It's, I want to perform better. I want to think better. I want to feel better. I want to be a better parent. I want to be a better partner. Like it goes far beyond that. And again, to talk about Matt, you know, we have this conversation all the time that coaches have these like, are you fat loss? Are you muscle building? It's like, well, I don't maybe want to be there. Maybe I just want to maintain my weight where I'm at, but I want to focus on, you know, sleeping better or digesting some better or performing better in work because ultimately they're all going to lead to that better version of myself, no matter what the, the avenue is. And that's, that's exactly the drive that I have as well, right? It's, it's always bettering myself and bettering the people around me and, and, and really trying to help others, right? My, my whole, mission in life has always been to help others. You know, I don't know what, what, what in my brain is different than others, but I always want to help others and help other people that, that need help. And you know, when I get, when I get feedback from social media or from people texting me or whatever, saying, Hey, I dropped 20 pounds is the first time in my life. I'm feeling confident. That's, you know, that drives me so much forward. Like that's like a, that's like a month worth of gas in my car. Right. Um, just seeing the progress of somebody else, um, being successful in this journey. Right. And I think, you know, we get wrapped up in the immediate results. You know, I'll get people that are like, Hey, I'm taking this fat burner pill. I'm like, why, why are you taking that? That does nothing for you. It's because of the internet, probably just because of the internet. Cause you Googled it. That's right. Found the, the biggest thermogenic fat loss and, and it's all bullshit. You know, like you, you have to look at, at this from a short, long-term perspective. I'm going to make the change today to do this. I'm gonna make the change tomorrow to do that. I'm gonna make the change tomorrow to do this. I'm going to do that with the long-term mindset. And again, we will bring up Jocko every single time the the discipline equals freedom, right? Discipline in yourself day to day for the freedom of who you are going to be tomorrow. And that's ultimately what we're striving for is to be a better version of ourselves tomorrow. And whether that's in business, whether that's in your life or your family, whether that's in your fitness journey, they all work together. Um, you know, I, I can't emphasize enough. My businesses are doing great. Uh, my employees are amazing people. I'm always trying to help them as much as possible as uh, amongst others, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm at a different point in my life now where I feel confident about myself, my mental clarity, my, my decision-making who I am as an individual has, has morphed and changed because of my lifestyle. 
Um, all of those things come together when you start to have the right lifestyle in place and making the right changes that, ha- that, that make those happen. Those four pillars to really make that successful. Yeah, I think the the four pillars, like, you know, okay, this one's about lifestyle and the last one was about mindset. But realistically, we are covering every single one in every single in every single episode, and that just it just shows how interlinked they are. And yes, okay, you know, mindset, lifestyle, nutrition, and body are interlinked, but at the same time. You know, your training, your mental clarity, your work life, your family life, you know, your social life are all interlinked as well. So, you know, you need to sort of circle back to the thing that's in the middle is you. And it's, you know, again, to talk about Jocko, that extreme ownership, but you need to take ownership of your shit. You need to take ownership of if you're not happy with where you are, whether that's because you feel like you're overweight, whether it's because you hate your job, whether it's because you hate where you live, you know, you, it's up to you to change that, you know. Again, to talk about Matt, he has a, a slogan for his. So, uh, if you're looking for him on social media, it's just at We Are Optimized. I'll put it in the in the show notes, and I'll get him on soon. Um, but his sort of his ethos behind the the We Are Optimized crew are, you know, no, you have to self save. No one's coming to save you, and it's totally true. You know, what I mean, people are waiting for this to happen or that to happen, or you know, after this, or you know, maybe that person will help me with this, like you need to make the decision because ultimately it falls back on you because no one else is going to make those decisions for you. Yeah. And even if you have an account system, you know, of, of people around you, it's still up to you to do that job, right? It's up to you to get that work in, to spend time and to say, listen, I'm on the couch. I feel great. I can totally go to sleep right now, but I need to go bust my ass in the gym because it's, it's what I say. And even I don't want to, as soon as I break a sweat, my mind's going to change. Yeah. And, and your body's going to put the work in to go and do it. You have to have the mental discipline to go out there and do what you said you're going to do. You know, get out there today and get those steps. Not tomorrow. Get out there today and get those steps, right? Change your life today. Promise yourself that you're not going to fall back on this and continuously improve yourself every single day that you have. Um, I know we're coming up to the hour here. What If, if you could give five tips, maybe that's too many, but maybe five tips for lifestyle changes that you'd recommend Ben for people that are listening that they can kind of recap on this and say, well, that was a lot. I feel motivated. I feel great. I'm going to go out and sprint, uh, you know, 16 miles and diet 17,000, 70,000 calories. Hopefully you didn't take any of that out of there. Um, you know, but uh, you know, what are five things that, that were big instrumental things for you from a lifestyle perspective that, that you can equate to. So I can copy you afterwards. <laughs> huh? <Pixar. laughs> I, think, I think the first one is evaluating where you are and, and having that honest conversation with yourself. So if you're not happy with something, then actually work out why you're not happy with it and sort of what has led you to that place and how you can come out of it. So have an honest conversation with yourself and evaluate your lifestyle choices. Okay, so obviously we're going to talk about lifestyle. So evaluate your lifestyle choices and think, you know, every decision that you then make going forward, is this in line with the lifestyle that I want to live, which is ultimately going to create the person that I want to become? And the second thing is start because, okay, it'll be great evaluating and having this decision, but you need to actually action what you're going to say. And this leads back to sort of what you were saying there. It came up in my head that, you know, people will say to me, I'm like, oh, you know, Dave's looking great and Chris is looking great and Louise is looking great and everybody's looking great. That is nothing to do with me. I just give you the tools. You're on the ground floor, you know, having to put the work in and, you know, yes, okay, I've given you the direction, but ultimately it comes down to you actually taking action. So evaluate where you're at, have an honest conversation with yourself, but take fucking action. Realize that, you know, all you need to do is is become 1% better every day. And whether that's, you know, you start with sleep, you start with digestion, you start with your training, you start with nutrition, wherever you start, 
just start and then gradually become better um, every single day. The fourth one would be get a support network. Have anybody who's going to support you, whether it's a friend, family member, whether it's join a different gym, community, whatever it is, have someone who's going to support you, not to hold your hand through it, but to walk the journey with you. Um, and I think having that is absolutely invaluable and it can come in any shape or form, whether it's, you know, a, a Facebook forum or whether it's, you know, a local place or whether it's just a gym or like I said, friend, family member or a coach, as long as you have someone that you can, you know, go to when you're struggling, because you're right, your mind will fight you this entire time. Like, you know, so many limiting beliefs in terms of you don't deserve to be this or you've been this way your whole life. And you're literally fighting this the entire time. Um, and the fifth one would be make sure it's something that you can enjoy. So I'm not saying that everybody needs to go to the gym. I'm not saying that everybody needs to track their food. If we're just talking about overall you know, improvements in terms of like lifestyle and becoming better people that comes in so many forms. So whether that's, you know, go and re-educate yourself on something or, you know, change your job. I'm a big advocate for if you don't like your job, just sack it off. And I know that'll be a different conversation at a different time. But, you know, these things to to create a better lifestyle and create a better version of you don't necessarily fall within, you know, fitness and nutrition. It could be go and read a book, listen to a podcast. I mean, if you're here, you're obviously somebody who wants to improve their lifestyle, you know, their mindset and become better. So you've already made the first step. You just need to sort of action either what we're saying or what you sort of learn off the back of it. Yeah, I think those are all important ones. And mine are going to sound very similar uh, in nature, I think. He said, I you only... can't just say what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think if, if I were to make some incremental, small, life-changing things, uh, lifestyle things for me, uh, first would be sleep, <clears throat> you know, focusing on getting seven to eight hours a day. I know that's tough for a lot of people go and sleep for seven, eight hours and see how I feel in a week or two. Right. I mean, it's going to be mind blowing on the performance, energy recovery, everything else that goes along with it. Uh, and, and, and it's backed by science that's backed by wearable trackers. I mean, it, it literally is how your body operates and works. So one is sleep. Uh, two, I would say is, is a little bit of a contrast is, is at least for me, was counting my calories, uh, making the commitment to myself that if I put something in my body, before I put something in my body, I take 10 seconds, 10 seconds to log into my phone and add that specific thing to my my list. And I, I can tell you today, I already have it added today in my phone of everything that I've eaten today. I know how many macros I have from protein. Again, we'll get into all this in the, the nutrition side. Um, but the the protein, you know, carbohydrates and fats breakdown, I understand where I'm at, what I need to eat, how much I should eat, how less I should eat. You know, start doing that. And, and, and you're going to be like, well, how do I know how much goes into here and here? You start to figure this out over time. This isn't, you know, day one, you're, you're, it's probably going to be super inaccurate based on serving sizes and everything else. You're probably going to do 500 or 1,000 more calories than you ever put in there. But, but you start to get better and more refined um, as you go along with that, right? So, so two would be start tracking uh, your calories. Number three would be find a support group. I absolutely agree with that. Um, somebody that you can bounce things off of that is interested in your success as well. Uh, I think that's really important um, to have that motivation uh, to be able to do that. <clears throat> Number four on uh, lifestyle, getting outside and getting steps. Just get steps in. You know, just that's a lifestyle change of being active right there. And why do we say steps and why is that important? You know, uh, for one, it's it's restorative for your body from a mental clarity perspective. When I go outside, I'm in nature. I love it. It's it's amazing for me and my body. 
but you're also burning calories. You know, you burn a substantial amount of calories for an hour walk, right? But you add that over a week time period and in your body literally says, well, I didn't exert anything crazy. I didn't do like a crazy hit training or, you know, you know, you know, beat Bennett at, at, at a 455 deadlift, you know, or anything like that. You know, I didn't do anything like that. My, so I'm not going to sit there and, you know, just kill a bunch of tacos and pizza. Um, and so those calories end up adding over time and you start to lose weight based off of that because your caloric intake is, you know, you're in a deficit versus a, a surplus. So, you know, I think, I think getting out and getting your steps in, whether it's, you know, 10,000, I, I try to get between 12,000 and 15,000 steps a day. Um, it's kind of my, my baseline average. If I can't get out to the, the park I have, I'm, I'm in a standing desk right now. I have a, uh, a walking treadmill underneath so I can, you know, get my walking in every time as I'm going through. Um, so those are all things that I would, I would consider. Um, so that was, that was four. Um, <clears throat> fifth, from a lifestyle change perspective, it's probably a blend of, of mindset and lifestyle. And, and, and it's, it's a, it's a matter of doing what you say, you say you're going to do and doing it today. Uh, and, and, and it's not going to be tomorrow. I'm not going to start this program on Monday. I'm not going to start this program next week. I'm going to start it today. I'm going to get out there right now and I'm going to go get those steps in. I'm going to make a commitment to myself to spend time for myself so that I can make those changes. Right. And so I think those are the, the five main things that I would say that you can make incremental changes in your life. And you, you, again, like anything you first tried, when you first tried your profession of whatever you're in, whether it's security or whatever else, were you an expert in it? You know, no. And would you consider yourself an expert now? Most people would say, no, I don't consider myself an expert because I'm always learning every single day of something new. So when you start off on something like this, you're not going to know a lot. You're not going to be an expert. You're not going to have years of experience in this. But you build off of that with the short, mid, and long-term objectives of what you're doing, of who you want to be, that discipline equals freedom. So again, you know, to me, you know, make small changes, commit to yourself, do them. And, and get somebody to, to, to help you through that journey as well. Agree. I think the, the last sort of the, how we can wrap that up is don't be afraid to feel because I think that's why people, a lot of people don't, don't start because they feel that so many things. And something I read recently is, you know, the faster you feel that things, the quicker your success will be. So feel and feel fast, fuck things up along the way, but refine it as you go to sort of create what will work for you. And I think we'll finish on that. Awesome podcast. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, out of four. <laughs> we're gonna say we're gonna say that every week. But yes, yeah, so anybody yeah. who's listened to this, anybody who's listened to this this far, number one, thanks. But number two, we're gonna record a bonus episode on Monday because that will mark uh the one year coaching anniversary. So if anybody has any questions, just shoot us a message, email, just tweet us at We Hack Health. Like I said last week, wherever you were. Um because I think it'd be cool to sort of do a QA in terms of like what a year's coaching has looked like, what we've been able to achieve, where we started and things that have sort of changed along the way. So we're going to do that Monday. Um, we should probably celebrate. Like we get some cake and a hat and, you know, we have a party. Pizza, cake, beer. Uh, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to blow out 5,000 calories in one, one, one episode. But, uh, um, you know, uh, one thing I also thought about too, and as you know, we haven't discussed this, so I'm just randomly throwing it on a podcast, you know, obviously, which for is for everybody else sure. here. Everybody out here, um, you know, is, is, you know, what about starting like a discord server, yep. you know, for a community where it, you know, it's a, we hack health discord server that we can get folks in. I think that'd be kind of cool to get people that listen to the show. They can ask us questions on there. You know, we can do live streams directly on there as well, too. I think it'd be kind of fun to, to get a little bit of a community thing going for folks that may not be able to afford a trainer yep. or, 
you know, uh, maybe aren't in that that mindset yet or just getting kind of into it. I think maybe kind of kind of cool. So maybe we'll play with that a little yeah. bit. And I, I would like to caveat that I don't know anything about Discord, so that's going to be on you. Um, I did I did look at it and I was like, this is way way over my head. So yes, I'm up for <laughs> it and I will be in it and I will talk to everybody. But in terms of setting it up, that is on you. Can you manage? Can you manage the permissions? The uh, you know the the voice quality, audio boosting, all that good stuff for us? No. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> right okay cool thanks for listening i'll talk to you soon thanks all appreciate it